Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife with Linden Tree Midwifery. Midlife <laughs> crisis. Midlife yes. crisis, midwife. <laughs> I'm going through a mid-midlife crisis, <laughs> also a midwife at Linden Tree Midwifery. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and a birth assistant with you guys at Linden Tree Midwifery. Yeah, yeah. You're Who are you strangers? Crisis. Yeah. Your whole life is a beautiful midlife crisis. I feel like you just <laughs> give yourself permission to do all the things that people only do when they're like panicking about the quality of their life. I don't know. I, um... I feel like I work so much nowadays, I don't even have time to think about having a midlife crisis. Which so. is helpful, right? Yeah. When, I get, when I'm through. busy, I don't, I don't panic. You don't care? No. Yeah. There's no just time for that. Survival mode is real. It is. I just I bop around from one thing I have to do to the next. Do, 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 yep. do, 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 it's do, super helpful. Do, 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 do. I was super proud of myself today, though. I went to work at 7.30. I know. I called you at like 8.30 and mm-hmm. you were awake. Yeah. I went to work at 7.30 until like 9 and then I went home and I washed all my dishes and I cleaned my house and then I cleaned out my car including vacuuming it wow. and armoring the inside Wow! and I brought a whole load of stuff to the uh, hospice thrift store. You from your car? It. No, from my porch. I was going to say, they probably it. don't want it if it's from your car. No, it's from a porch. Did you and sage your car? I have not saged my car and then I came here to record <laughs> I could sage my car. I'm going to stick that diffuser in I there. I love saging every. I think everything yeah. should be saged. I have saged, so, so I could. I was saving it for when I'm done with my house. Um, and now I'm here recording, and then I'm going to go to work again after this. So productive. Yeah. So productive. Oh, and I weeded my garden slightly, a little bit. I've been doing the opposite. I have been working, like working, whatever, birthy stuff. But I, you know how it's so hard to let go of cleaning, yeah. you know, and I have OCD. So my house was Thank always Thank God your like, husband also has OCD though. Yeah. Well, about that. Oh, he's so, somehow lost it. Oh, he's, he's done. It's done. It's over. His, now, cl- his cleanliness that, phase is done. Now that he has a job, he's given himself permission to Correct. never do anything else ever again. And just like that. Yeah. Just like that. I was just like just like that it no just didn't warning. matter anymore uh-huh. so for years i'm like how many times have i said y'all my house is disgusting and then you come over and you're like i could lick it it's fine now oh fuck it i'm, I'm sure over it quite clean no, no 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 i assure you it is not <laughs> i think it, i would need photo evidence to believe i you. pee okay i'll send it to you i peeked oh. into their bathroom today oh that place has always been a no man's right, right. land but here's the thing there's several rolls of toilet paper half unrolled like just going across the bathroom floor there's a thing of paper towels which means at one point they were flushing paper towels yeah because there's no toilet paper which is a huge whatever to the septic system it's horrible fuck you <laughs> it's, i don't even know and so then there's I redid our bathroom and bedroom, which I was so proud of. And I was like, Chuck, we need to hang up this TV mm-hmm. instead of hanging the TV because there's in several- the bathroom. I just want to clarify. No, no. In our bedroom. It's Perfect. like two beautifully pla- painted on Mars. And I'm like, I'm going to have this TV in right between in the them under like above this awesome mirror that I bought so we could lay in bed and like watch TV together. Is that what you're planning on doing in front of that mirror is laying in bed? 
Well, we've, we've done a do lot in other front of stuff, and then that watch mirror. TV afterwards. That mirror was the best decision I have literally ever made in my life. I'm just gonna. I say feel like that. if I did that, I'd be like, "This sounds fun," and then I'd get in front of me, and I'd be like, "Oh God, why? No, you do look see away. things ah. that you should never actually see. You know, <laughs> yeah. things that look better in your mind than yeah. what they look like." That explains why your cardio workouts have become far more regular. Oh, I am dedicated <laughs> to my cardio. So, so the TV, I, I put the TV in the dining room on the table just for like a second, right? No, no. He went out and got that damn camp table, brought it in, has made it his new coffee TV scrolling place where he just drinks coffee, scrolls on his phone, and watches TV. So now that table <laughs> is so covered in shit. You can, you, it's like he's watching a corner of the TV. And I'm like, listen, I know that you have a real job and all now, but if you could hang that TV up at some point, I would be so happy. And he's like, <laughs> I just got, he sounds like you, gotta find the time. And I'm like, oh, look, I found some. <laughs> there There's it some, is. Right? There's some there now. it is. There, there's some time. So my house looks like shit and I don't care. I'm not going to be the only one to care. So I'm just not caring anymore. I love it. I love well, I'm chapter. the only one in my house to care. So there's no choice. <laughs> so you have to care. Yeah. So your house can only get better. It's only going to get better. <laughs> and not get anywhere. Yeah. Nope. But um, my house is the exact same it was before Eliza was born. <laughs> Perfect. They're not going up Good. or down. It's a steady... steady- and that that's actually steady failure. No, that's quite an that's actually that's really a really good. good thing for having a baby that's almost a year old. So mm-hmm. now when she really starts walking around and getting into stuff, we'll see what happens then. Well, I mean, that's already happening. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a I'm not I just never know when she walks into the kitchen, if she's going to make it or not. Because yeah. we still don't have kitchen cabinet doors. <laughs> so it's just like a rush roulette every morning. That kitchen is not done. Good night change the subject <laughs> so <laughs> so you can only imagine the eye contact i'm making right oh, now. oh she's looking me down she's gonna kill me with her eyes that's not you're Death not the one <laughs> i can't i can't literally not imagine that so I'm here for you. <laughs> thank you it has been a month since we've recorded um mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can also imagine the smile that just, just i just need you. you guys to be like you're right and then I'll feel better. Like, yes. Like, we're right. not going to get better? Right. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'll admit it. Okay. I'm so tired of hearing it's going to won't. We probably won't get better at recording more often. Mm-mm. I think I've just given myself permission to not care. I also only have, like, less than 10 days of postpartum as an excuse. So I think, yes, I just admit this is me. <laughs> Although I will say there have been several times. Are you still postpartum? Is that what we're doing? I could have depression in the next seven days, Kim, and it would still be considered postpartum depression. I acknowledge that is true. Although I will say that a couple times Meredith or whatever has reached out to record and you're like, what's that? I know. Why? What? For what? Yeah. What are we doing that for? It is true. I am the initiator in this trio. I gave up planting today to record. Yeah. I did get all those beautiful plants. They were very and I beautiful. I want to put them oh, in my you get? garden. I don't know what they're called. Lots of different plants. Oh. I saw them. Lilies. That's all I know. Um, and we were going to record last week, but, and I want to talk a little bit about this. Me and Kim, which we haven't done in a long time, we had two births in a row together. Together? Yeah. Forever. So we want to talk about that because that was, ex- that was excitement. But yeah. the time that we had picked to record. Um, I slept through it. 
We slept through it. Defense, I was halfway here when I called to verify. And hey, um, on my way to the center, heard Kim. Hello, (laughs) hello, hello, hello. Like God. Damn it. The only reason this bitch is in bed at 10 a.m. is because they were at a birth last night. Yeah. Did you have a birth? Uh, yes. That was I'm a real dumb question. And then I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I two forgot. nights in a row. We were up all night two nights in a row. I know. It was impressive. But I really wanted to start the first half of this episode talking about our fantastic skills and drills weekend because that oh, was man. also a whirlwind. So much fun. That was so much, so much fun. Yeah. So you want to like, the end. why don't you talk about, <laughs> I was going to say, there's so much to say, <laughs> so much to say. Kim so, did an amazing job. She really took the reins on this one and the preparation, the space. She tried to dye some rubber arms. It did not go they're, well. They're meant to say no to that kind of stuff. So much fake blood. Like, oh my yeah, gosh. She did so much fake blood. Job. But I did that thing. So, okay. So midwifery wisdom collective hosts skills and drills weeks or weekends and they're amazing so students can come and learn all of the skills that you might not get to do shoulder dystocia and uh, blood clot removal placenta removal there's a gnat attacking jess's head it's very distracting fun to watch so we did that and i was excited because when i'm when i went to texas i i got no augustine was not feeling well and so she had a lot of um downtime but also i didn't have any one-on-one but this time we got to like take her to the box office and we yeah. just, it was really fun. We had a great time. And then we removed a lot of fake clots mm-hmm. and I got to, to meet a whole bunch of like new next generation midwives, which is like my thing. It was so fun to see all of everyone's enthusiasm. It was so great. As a burnout, was, yes. ragged, right. haggard old midwife. <laughs> I was super impressed because how many stations was it? It was like oh, so many. Like tw- I think there were 12 ish stations um if we ever need to but there were only five of us people yeah yeah in a building we know we can and so sorry can you speak to that i interrupted you that was actually really amazing yeah there were only five students they were only five mentors teaching and we managed to like rotate everybody in and out of the different stations and the most exciting part for me was one that's my passion i love to teach if i could teach you're so good at it i just i love to teach i loved watching you yeah it's just easy. Like so it's easy for me to teach. Like some things are come easily and I would I would love to walk away from birth and walk into just teaching all the time. And one day I will get to do you that. You could never leave me. But I was so proud of the other mentors because two of the midwives, well the only other two midwives besides Augustine were were current midwives that had at one point been students with me. So watching them work alongside of me instead of you know, a student was like super amazing. So Sharon Cardenas was here and Nikki Williams, who I love. Yeah. And then um, Katie came and taught IV and phlebotomy, which is uh, with Augustine. She also taught. It was just so cool. It was like, look at all these babies. Look at my babies. We have to share the picture because we all went out to lunch the first day. And we took a picture of Kim surrounded by all of her her baby midwives that, that are, are not now, babies anymore. That have flown the coop. Well, yeah. Katie's still here. You came into my nest. Yes. <laughs> I flew to your oh, nest. Oh, so it was hello. amazing. Hello. And if you have not gotten your tickets yet for Dallas mm-hmm. or for Denver, Denver, not Dallas, I will be in Denver with midwifery wisdom um, for their retreat. And you can just, 
excuse me, do skills and drills if you want. And I'm, that's the part I'm really yeah. looking forward to. So I that, really like, we didn't have anything like that when I was a student that I knew of where you could get those skills that you would never have gotten. Yeah. Otherwise, whereas you're just like sitting and talking it through with the, like with your teacher. It was really yeah, cool. It's really awesome. The, and it was neat because a lot of skills, like when I did, um, clot removal, it's not hard. It's a very easy skill. Like you just go in and you get them, but it's emotionally right. impossible. It's yeah. like learning what the, to say. Right. Like, what do you say to the person that you're about to like, yeah, I got to go into your uterus. So I was like, I, th- for me, like Augustine taught her like what she does. And then when I took over that station, I taught what I do, which is, this is your job. Like you have to be confident in your job and emotionally it might be a wreck, but physically this is the easiest thing you'll ever do. So just do it. Yeah. So they just practice it it over and over again. And then it's like, okay, I feel like this prepared me for a moment where I would have to actually do that. So it was nice. And then of course I love teaching shoulder dystocia. (laughs) And you do such a good job at teaching. It's not a tissue issue. It's It's a pelvic issue. Yeah. And I love how you did that. How we had like the, the pelvis where you could actually see like the baby coming out, but then you had the pelvis, like just the bony structure next to it. And you do the same thing with the bony structure. Right. And so, a lot of the students were like, I've never seen that. I, I had no. And so I didn't want them. I don't, I hate to say I didn't let them, but I was like, you can't do the vagina model until you do the pelvis model because yeah. you, you're not just reaching in yeah. and finagling around, you know, you're actually doing something purposeful. Yeah. So it was really neat to see them get it. I love watching light bulbs come on for students all the time. So yeah. it was like all these light bulbs because they were like, Oh duh, we knew it was the pelvis, but we've never seen it happening. Yeah. So it's just so fun. I just love it. I love it. And then when they dissolve, resolve a dystocia, yeah, they'll, they'll do it yeah, easily. So yay. So I was only really here the first day. Oh, also speaking of which, remember that birth we did together where I meet the very first birth after teaching dystocia for yep. three days, you, we had I actually a, had, we one. had a dystocia. Yeah. And they were like, how often do you have dystocias? And I was like, I honestly don't remember the last time I had a true dystocia. Boom. Yep. Universe there is it like, is. You're welcome, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, no problem. I'm just going to go in here and resolve. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Afterwards, she was Done. like, that was actually super easy to resolve. <laughs> Probably because like, all the practice I did last sweet. week. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not full of shit. Yeah. Speaking of not being full of shit. Um, so the I was the first day of the skills and drills. I had to be here all day because I had... Oh, yeah. CPR in the morning, NNR in the morning and CPR in the afternoon. Um, I had to redo my certifications and I didn't realize that we were going to have like a really long like slideshow portion of the of NNR. Right. We're used to Karen Strange. Yeah. But it started pretty early. So I had to get here at like 730, which for everyone who knows me knows that that's I, I don't like being anywhere by 730. Unless it's a birth, <laughs> in which case. Fully then I'm away. fine. Then I'm fine. If I have to plan to be somewhere at 730, I dislike that immensely. Um, so I just like rolled out of bed and like grabbed a cup of coffee and rolled into the center and I walked in here and there's like 50 people I don't know. And I'm just like, hello, hello. <laughs> it was definitely a one bathroom situation yes. for uh, like so yes. many people. But there was a lot of people here I did know, but there's a lot of people I did not know. And so I go and I'm sitting in this dark room and, and we were in like the room and we were, I was kind of like trapped back behind degrees. other people because there were so many people that had to fit in this room. And I'm drinking my coffee and I'm like, oh, God, 
I'm going to have to. I got I got to evacuate this coffee. I'm going to have to evacuate this coffee ASAP. <laughs> and so. S-H-I-T. I, I had. Yes. I had to like crawl over people and the projector hoping along the way that I don't like shit in my pants. And then I like come out and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let it build for a minute. Make sure that I get it all out before I go back in that room. <laughs> And so I go over, and I hadn't actually met Augustine yet, and so I go over to introduce myself, and she was like, oh, uh, so so who are you? And so I introduced myself, she's like, oh, you're the one on the podcast with Kim. I'm the one who's about to blow up the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, what are you doing out here? What are you getting ready to do? And I was like... Take a dump. I was like, I'm supposed to be an NNR, but I've got to take a dump, and I am waiting for the bathroom to be Letting open. it percolate. <laughs> And then Sharon was literally right next to the bathroom door. And she was like, God damn it. She was teaching palpating. And I was like, I'm so sorry for what I'm about to do to this toilet. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say that you guys were racing for the for the pot. No, that's that was Kim and Sharon. Sharon and I on day two. It was a day two. We came in and it was there. Everyone was here in the same locate, like in the same spot because we were watching a slideshow for suturing and we were texting each other. We we're like, Katie, Katie. I was like, I got to poop. And Sharon's like, I got to poop. Katie, when we say three, like we're going to go in the bathroom together and in 30 seconds and we're texting this, you're going to hit the grinder for the coffee maker. And Katie <laughs> would not <laughs> answer. Clarify that your plan was to shit together. Correct. Ugh. Well, but That's separately. It. Separate bathrooms. Oh, but same time better. we have but two bathrooms time. that are side by side. So I was right. like, Sharon, let's no, go the one together. Was, I thought one was covered in blood. It so was, I didn't know if that was not going to be option. a two girls one cup scenario. No, no, no. no. <laughs> two so girls one. one we're pot. like, we're yeah. like, Katie, 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 Katie. It's fine. She's like, guys, leave me alone. I am not doing that for you. And we're like, damn it. So Sharon and I worked it out where I went first, and I was like, on the count of three, start coughing. So then she's out here like. <laughs> 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 and I was laughing so hard. It, it literally takes me 30 seconds to poop. She's out here like gagging and coughing. And finally I was like, stop coughing. Good God. How long did you think I had to shit for? So she's like, you're going to have to make noise for a lot longer for me. <laughs> so when she went in, I was like, <clears throat> <laughs> finally augustine like side eyes me because i went to stand in the same place sharon was standing when she was coughing and i was like <clears throat> sorry <laughs> so then we're sending poop selfies to each other and mine just looked like i was like Bleh. and then she sends this super hot she's like her hand is framing her face you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> that's and the most like, sexy shit i've ever seen i know how do you look so hot on the toilet you stupid biatch <laughs> anyway that's that's just that hot all the time yeah it's fine <laughs> yeah so, so the whole weekend went like that and it was fantastic well that's how we that's how we bond over is that trauma bonding <laughs> maybe or is well, that having to listen to kim and sharon we're bonding shit, over I would say our bonding. public shits and removing clots out of people and a lot of other things that most people would find very disturbing <laughs> i think there were some people who were traumatized by our lunch break <laughs> oh oh somebody came back and we all like i think a little shout out to Cape Botana, they make really good drinks no matter yes. what time day yes. or night and yep. so like yes. we were all feeling real good when we came back but you could definitely tell everyone was like we know who went on lunch because all y'all are real flush yeah <laughs> like, 
Well, so we got of beers. Can I get down before I teach my next <laughs> round of shoulder dystocia? We got the Apache. What is it called? The Apache Margarita, oh, and it's super so spicy. Good. But they asked me if I wanted the small one or the Gross. large one, and the large one was only like a little bit more money. And so I was like, "Heck yeah, I'm getting the large one." No they way. Bring it, it out. was like a fishbowl. They bring it out, and it was like it was like uh, uh, I ordered the large cappuccino. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believe there's been a mistake. <laughs> So that so was funny. super delicious. Um, and that definitely had me feeling good for the next round of CPR. And, and then, then we needed a nap, which unfortunately yes, we could we did not take. need a nap. But then Meredith, um, me and Meredith always try to like partner together for NNR and CPR since we usually do most of our work together. Right. Um, but I will say that we've done NNR together several times. And at one point, like she was just like doing her thing, like, because she knows how to Did do not it. Serve me to she not knows how to do seriously. it. So she's like not taking it seriously. She's not paying attention at one point. And then uh, I was like, uh, Meredith, um, you're you're doing too many chest compressions and not you're you're doing this wrong. And she's like, Oh yeah, that's backwards. And yeah. I was like, Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> not helpful. I really wanted that kid to breathe. It was I felt very passionate about this child breathing. Yeah, she's doing like breathe, 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 chest compression, breathe, breathe, so breathe, passion. chest compression. I was so much busy. passion. I was too busy telling Jess how beautiful she was know, and right? how good of a support person she was. Well, I have the video so, of you guys dancing and yes. doing it. And then we partnered together for CPR and we have a video of us like doing the CPR to stay alive. Stay alive, stay alive. So we found ways to have fun throughout the whole thing it was a long day and then we were a lot of people here that couldn't believe that this is how we we are that we own a center i know right this you guys people people trust you with their lives people kept being like who are you i'm like oh i work here and they're like oh that's cool i was like well i technically own the place and i'm like what (laughs) you you got you like what you've been dicking around all day You're like, don't I look like a like successful professional uh, business owner? Um, and then we went to um, the oh the box the office yes. box office prom. That's and we got right. to see Jess all dolled up. Well, I wanted everybody to dress up, but so I had every intention. So our town had a um, had a festival that whole weekend called Vintage in the Valley, and that's what they made the whole box office brewery into like a prom, and you could dress up like any prom era. So I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna go all out. So I did. I thought I loved it. Yeah, it was cute. You were looking good. so good. I love. I have to post. I still haven't posted the pictures of Evie and Ren together. Oh my Evie gosh, and Ren just both dressed photo. up. They were so cute. I also have the best pictures of Mandy ever. It was her birthday. Yes, That's right. She took these glorious photos on the Cité Lounge. The oh, lounge. I didn't see those. The worst. I'm the hoarder of photos. If you ever oh. want a photo, do not ask me to take it because you'll never see it. Never. <laughs> ever. Gotta send it right away. No, I'm not gonna do that either. No. <laughs> so yeah, so then we wrapped up our skills and drills weekend. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was anything else that we did that was fun that weekend other Probably. than prom. I can't I remember now. Remember. Oh, yeah. I was pretty MIA. I gave myself permission to come for the things I needed to come for and then they all I feel like I went MIA the next day because my kids were both in the fashion show for the for the festival and then I went to the vineyard for Marianne's birthday Mm. so yeah I went I kind of went MIA as well seemed like there was like a lot of snuggling going on 
I know. Which is cool. I was impressed I by having a I really snuggled. good time. I short term snuggling. Mm-hmm. Very short. No, I'm super proud of you, Kim, and Thanks. all the work you did and all the midwives that you are helping to. Well, I'm move trying to talk in their journey into sending me to all of the states. Do it. I'm like, you want me. I know you do. Who doesn't want you? <laughs> Everybody wants Send you, me Kim. to your states and let me work. Yeah. Let me work teach my all magic. the people. No, I think you should totally do that. Um, but yeah. So do you think we're going to be doing that more like regularly, like once a year or that would be awesome. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I feel like, like we're lot. kind of far from DC. Yeah. yeah. I would be happy to, to host here again, but I think that, um, closer to DC would be easier for, cause we had a lot of people fly. I couldn't believe people how many flew people flew over. in. Yeah. And I was like, why are you just in Texas? Yes. So wow. yeah, it was crazy. They just like, travel around the country going to skills and drills yeah. also the valley was full of like airbnbs of midwives for a weekend which sounds super fun like yeah. there was just like eight people crashing in an I airbnb my- together i wanted to see the house that uh nikki rented i know me I lost- too apparently I there was it, a group but- that was on the river oh which sounds super magic nice did um and i just want to say i'm super excited because our weather is finally changing i'm getting into my like energy which is why probably why i got so much done this afternoon in the two hours after i stopped working it's a miracle that a lot of that was indoors too because i feel like once it gets warm we no longer yeah make ourselves do things inside that's true but sometimes i'm just like nope gotta get that done gotta get that done and you know cleaning your cars outside so <laughs> that worked out for me but on that note is there anything else you want to say about skills and drills Nope, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. I was yeah. super excited to meet all the people. I love my favorite part about besides teaching is the people that I end up meeting, and mm-hmm. then we like become friends, and then we send messages, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's such a good way to network with other birth workers. Yeah, you know, across the country, and just know that we're not alone. No, there's there's a lot other people out there that are seeing what it's really like to live in the world of birth so on that note let us go to break and when we come back we'll talk about some of the births that we've done lately so many cue the music oh yeah so the sponsor for today's podcast is once again our patreon account So what do you get for being one of our patrons? So today, we recorded some behind-the-scenes footage of us recording our podcast. Probably will get more than you could ever want from us, honestly. (laughs) Sometimes we do weird, crazy dance videos. Sometimes we roll in the snow in our bathing suits, because why not? Yeah, so basically the point of this is, is that we would love to have you as a patron of our podcast if you become a patron there are three different levels of monetary support and each level gives you different perks um so yeah check out our patreon account it's www.patreon.com slash wine about birth and we would love to have you on the wine about birth patreon team cheers cheers welcome back from that delightful break so delightful <laughs> I want to go home and plant my flowers. <laughs> Kim and I thought we were going to have today off. And so I think once we thought we were done for the day, it's really hard to get back in gear. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh, we'll just knock it out because then I have off all day tomorrow. And then I remembered, no, I have a field trip oh, that no. my mom guilt made me volunteer for. And I want to die. It's Luray Caverns. 
Well, at least with it's a one of the bunch more of fun field graders. trips than I know, some of the others. You're trapped in a cave with third graders. And I had like, to ride. Give me like Jamestown, like wide open space. Yeah. And I got to ride the bus. I have to ride the bus. Hmm. I, get <laughs> I know. It's going to be terrible. You're going to see such a dark snapshot. Can I put the phones humanity? in your name while I'm in the caves? I didn't think about that. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just for so an I hour. never mind. I don't get tomorrow off either. <laughs> it's just an hour. It's just an hour. Yeah, it's fine. I'm in the caves. In the caves. Um, yeah, that sounds fun for you. I would love to hear you have to coach somebody through labor from the depths of a cave. <laughs> <laughs> just with a bunch of third graders, like just like echoing off all the stalactites. It's all. It's all. It's all. Okay. 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 Just. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You don't have so much fun with that. You can be like, it's a cave troll. Cave troll. <laughs> Brock could be like, no, it's just my stupid mom and her She's stupid in job. transition. I hate my mom's stupid job. <laughs> when she, he was here with me yesterday and um, one of the clients was here with her kids, like with her son. And she goes, oh, your mom, your mom was oh, wait, at his wait, birth. Oh, Brock was here with yeah. you? Okay. His mom, his, your mom was at his birth. And Brock goes, yeah, yeah. She's always somewhere with someone's birth. <laughs> she's always not with us. Shocking. I, like, I mean, I'm with you right now. You're literally with me at work. Like, as we speak. Jeez. Make me feel Driving bad. that knife deeper and deeper. I know. It's no like it's like the opposite of the face people make when like people introduce us to their kids we haven't seen since they were literally born. They're like, "She was at your birth," and the kids are just like, "I, <laughs> I the night that she left me, I couldn't in the dark, I couldn't care less at all that she was at my birth." <laughs> but hi, <laughs> oh, I know that what happened the other day to like a te- I forget who it was. It was like a teenager, and he was just like, so "Don't don't talk about my birth." Like, gross. Don't don't do so that. Gross. So crazy to think about that. There's teenagers that whose births we've attended. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Crazy. One of them is in college. My first birth mm-hmm. that <sighs> I went to. He's in so college wild. now. My first birth turns 18 in July. So crazy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm so old. I've been struggling with this. I'm fine getting older. I've also I'm, been struggling with it. It's just like first off, receding hairline much. Secondly. I sprinted this morning and usually I'm a very fast sprinter, but suddenly I'm like, who's on my back? Well, good. You're finally sprinting at my pace. So I feel less of a failure. Why don't you come sprinting with me and all of a sudden you'll be. No, I'm afraid I'll just fall over. I think I'm just going to fall over. You guys both sprint. You'll be. Most people, I feel you freakishly fast. If if I give you a little competition, you'll be freakishly fast. I won't be able to beat you. That's true. And you'll probably pull something and or have a heart attack. But you will have one. And you will know know that you can still out sprint I don't think I'm afraid to sprint. I think. I feel like. I mean, it's not great for you. It is. It's burst of energy or of of exertion or good. How about like. good for burning. Sprint swimming. That's good for you, too. No. I love swimming. Mm. So we had so our big skills. Damage. We had our big skills and drills weekend, and I so know that we were really scared that someone was going to give birth because we had like two people that were kind of do that were planning the birth center, and we had like s- seventy people in here. Meredith kept <laughs> in my mind. I just Kim was it out. just in full denial. I'm like, oh, no one's due, and Meredith's like, hello. There are three 40-week moms. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Having prodromal. 
all the time all weekend long but they waited yeah thank god and if they coming in and seeing it in reality i was just like we're gonna have so many hands on deck to like help clean it up if we need to get someone in here but holy shit so like yeah there was stations set up all over the center for everything but then probably the hardest part would have been the tub was covered in a huge birth tub liner to and, protect and, and, fake <laughs> and the and the um the tile around the tub to protect it from all the fake blood we were using in our simulations. So that would have had to have been cleaned up and moved. But I think it's so funny the girls that were here were just like Oh my God, we'd be so excited if someone came in to give birth here. Oh, they were all just like, yes, bring it on. Well, Katie, I was like, that doesn't sound fun at all. I'd really rather that not happen. This seems more fun than, than that. Also, I, I, we have one client who would be really cool with that. The others would not be okay. Right. With that. I don't think that would have been, t- that would have been, even yeah. for Liz, I think it would have been a lot. <laughs> a lot. So Katie reminded me, well, she was like, oh my gosh, we're going to do the, like blood clots did you see the hotel room from the last time and i was like no but in my mind they probably did like crazy like flinging blood around it was actually a blood splatter workshop right right (laughs) and so i walked from room to room going listen i'm sorry if this feels offensive to you that i'm saying this but this is our place and we worked really hard to get it that way and if you all track fake blood around this entire center i will be so upset and they were all just like oh my god so then they were every time someone came into that room they're putting on booties they're oh, they're nice. checking their everything and i was like i may have overdone it but there oh, wasn't really? a single I was splatter gonna, i was gonna put signs there was a check your shoes <laughs> no there wasn't and i was like you know what i i could apologize for talking Kim, down you've literally to people, never apologized for anything but in your i'm not gonna you guys you like uh, cc and schmidt on new girl where you're <laughs> like you're like that's right this is our house take your shoes off at the door <laughs> this isn't happening and then have fun have fun this is a party this is yeah. a party <laughs> <Light-hearted>. <laughs> uh, exactly that sounds about right yeah so that would have been crazy so but, but then they, did great. they all waited but then the next week right afterwards baby so, stone yeah i know kim doesn't want us to keep giving excuses but the week that she was preparing for the skills and drills was a really crazy week and then after that we had four babies in, in one five week five days yeah it five wasn't even days a full week and so going into it it was funny too because usually me and meredith work as a team and katie and kim work as a team but Whatever happened with the call, um, it got switched around. So mm-hmm. Katie and Meredith did the first couple births, mm-hmm. and then me and Kim did the second couple births. So Which is so cool because Jesse is training as a birth assistant, and in an ideal dream world, Katie and Jesse will be a team. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see them working together, and they have such a fun... I think I've nerded out about them before on the podcast, yeah. but like they just work really well together and it's so cool because it just feels really like effortless already, even though it's like a newer, newer, newer dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So the second birth was a long awaited one for me because it's my dear friends, Liz and Matt, who we told their first mm-hmm. daughter Cece's birth story for like two years ago. And I have to say, I was like 
I, I really was sad to miss the birth. Not enough for me to like try and take it over, but I was like, oh, I can't believe I missed it because I was the birth assistant at their last birth. Mm-hmm. Which, if you recall, was at my house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like a fun I forgot plot that twist. Until the end also. Yeah. Yeah. So they were super excited to like come to a birth center. Um, so, yeah, they started texting. So we had a birth... Katie and Jesse and I had a birth the night before. And so like, I, I don't know. We like napping is a thing. I don't know. Some mm-hmm. people can do it afterwards. Some people can't, I can't. So I was just like, Oh, just like rally, which is on me. Right. Like you should definitely go to sleep after a birth when you yeah. have that many people in their window. Um, so anyways, I like lay down do. at, you know, I rally through the day, lay down at like 10 PM to go to sleep. She finishes nursing at 10 30 and oh. I roll over to go to sleep. And Matt texts me, that Liz is having contractions <laughs> that feel different. Your head, like, yay, but no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, but it was so cool because I feel like just because selfishly they're my friends, um, there was like no like my adrenaline just like kicked in super hard and it was like, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? There was like no like feelings to it at all, which was super fun. Um, and Liz is really amazing. She's such an amazing birther and they have such a long drive that there was always a chance that she was going to wait too long because she's just so good at it and really mindful of other people. So Matt was like, I'm super like the whole time I was like, I'm never, she's not going to admit that she's as far as she is. Cause she doesn't want to be an inconvenience and we're not going to make it. So he starts texting me at 10 30 and it was like a weird pattern, but that's literally the story of our lives recently is all of our, I we know. haven't, we haven't recorded in a month, but the story of the last month is all think, of our fucking birth patterns. I are think weird. we've broken the pattern. Like, we have a new normal. My <laughs> last two were not like that. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, well, hopefully. Well, they had some weird stuff. I was going to say, beginning. neither okay. of those felt normal one, either. The first one was completely posterior, but once we shook the baby into the regular, I should not. Let me reword that. Once the, we shook the mom's hips, the baby. <laughs> Let's and rework. Did, let's sum it up again. <laughs> let's move. Let's move. Once Keep. we once we did some spinning babies moves, baby moved right out of posterior. And by we I mean We don't they. support shaking babies. <laughs> because I didn't do any of that. Um and so yeah. And so she was having contractions that felt real and she's actually being really verbal through them already. But they were super wonky and she'd already been having prodromal, so I was like, Well, hey for you guys to drive the two freaking hours it's gonna take you to get here. So let's just like give it an hour and see what happens. So we we just texted like every 30 minutes. Like there really was not there wasn't like a lot of breaks in between. But then I was like, oh, OK, at 2.30, like the plan is to like head in. So I'll, the, the last text I got was I'm going to go pack up the car. I'll check in in a half hour and we'll like verify the contraction pattern is what we want to see before we head in. And I was like, perfect. So I'm like going to lay here for 30 more minutes and I'm going to have to start getting ready. 5 a.m. rolls around and I don't have a text yet. And I was like, the fuck is happening? Oh, no, so I'm like, I great. missed it. I was like, great. They're on. They were already on the way and they got stuck on quarter H and had the baby because there's no service. Like my brain is just like spiraling. Something happened. And so I like text. I was like, dude, what the hell? I thought we were checking in at like 2.30. And he was like, oh, Liz did that thing where she wanted to wait until the sun came up and i was like ah, bless you Liz. <laughs> everyone so yeah but they made it and she was definitely like 
shifting into active labor. So poor thing labored in the car. Two of my favorite things about this birth is that they had their two-year-old daughter in the car with them and they listened to Part of Your World on repeat the entire drive because that's her favorite song right now. Oh my gosh. And Liz was leaning over this front seat of the car like mooing and verbalizing and her mom and her and Cece kept going, Bow like a sheep, mom. <laughs> Bow like a sheep. It's so important. I think Liz might have even humored her a little bit because that's just the kind of mom she is. But also she kept saying, get in your car seat, mom. Oh, my so, God. Laboring with your two year old in the car. It's a much like different experience than a first birth. Yeah. Where we were like dancing the little Wayne um, and watching Parks and Rec. Yes. <laughs> so they get here and she's like cooking and just amazing and the first labor as you remember Jess she was like all hands on deck she Mm -hmm. was like I want a party I want massage I want touch I want all of the things and she wanted a party this time which was so much fun but she did not want anyone to touch touch her her okay except she just wanted you to stroke her hold her hand and stroke her hair okay but she was like making fun of herself could you stroke each individual hair yeah so we were laughing (laughs) about how different because Liz is amazing in the sense that like she does go primal if she needs to, but she doesn't need to go primal to crush birth. Yeah, she doesn't. So she's like fully aware and present and she wants people to like talk around her. Yeah. They just goof off and then they're like, oh. So she was making fun of herself because it was so different this time. And she was like, like in a contraction, she's like, Matt, hold my hand. Matt, stroke each individual hair. That's hysterical. (laughs) Just like totally making fun of herself. The other way. To the left. Left to right. And she had their really dear friend Emma with them, who is a doula and uh, super small world is one of Rachel Hubbard's oldest friends. So like, oh, wow. yeah, super fun. Um, so they just like she just crushed it like I knew she would. And the whole time she's really good. The thing about Liz is like she's so phenomenal at birth, but she like won't acknowledge it. So she like credits all of her strength to other people. So she's always been like, Meredith, I need you to tell me what to do. As long as you tell me what to do, I'm fine. And I've always told her, like, I don't need to tell you what to do. You do it yourself. Like at one point, the baby, I think, was in a wonky position. So I did the rebozo and she's so like in tune with her body. She said, oh, I can feel an air pocket where the baby's head (laughs) was. And now she's moving and now she's settling back down. I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, get over yourself. Yeah. So she's just so amazing. And she all, I forgot this about Cece where she'll do whatever you want her to do. She will do it at her own damn pace. Mm -hmm. And she's like, just give me a minute and she'll do anything, but she needs like that minute. So as a second mom, we usually tell our moms like with the first baby, you have to work really hard to get them into the pubic bone. But usually with the second, you don't have to work as hard. So she was like nervous about pushing this time and like really wanted a water birth. So I thought we were like on that track and then her pushing was like a little wonky. So before she started pushing, like that's when I came in, like I didn't know you guys were here and I was like, why is your car here? And then you were oh, like, oh yeah, I kept meaning to text and you. And you were like, oh, Liz out. is here. And I was like, ah! so I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm so excited. So then I pranced in all slowly. Yeah. And I was like, I'm she was just, so excited to see you. I'm going to, I'm going to keep it calm. And she was like, no, please just do whatever. And By I was like, all means. Could you ask me to do something just so I could say on the podcast that I'm part of your birth? (laughs) Besides eat her bagel bar. Go eat a piece of that bagel. I was like, doing it. 
Do you need a drink? Oh, fine. Do that. Yes, I, I did feel, something. I feel like I missed out on the best parts because you texted me and you're like, just so you know, Liz is in labor. She'll probably love to see you when she's done. And then I ended up having to come in for a consult. And so I, I was like, I found out she had already had the baby when I got here. So I was like, ooh, I'll prance in and I'll say hi, blah, blah, blah. So I did that and I said hi. And then I found out later that everyone did pictures and had a bagel bar. And I was like, I missed the best parts. The oh, bagel yeah. bar was definitely it on, was ongoing. Stupid. I it ate was like, so many bagels. They had capers. Capers. Do you know and how much I love tomatoes? I do know that, but I don't mm. even know what a caper I'm actually sorry. is. You totally could have had a bagel. There was so much stuff. I didn't know they were there. They were eating bagels and I went to their three-day postpartum visit. Oh. <laughs> a caper is a pickled flower. Bud. Oh, do we figure out what kind oh, of no flower? No wonder I don't like it's that. It's a flower that grows on a tree in Italy. I can't remember oh. what it's called. It's probably like a caper flower. But it's like when the before the flower opens, it's like, like a crepe the bud and then they, they pickle. Why would anyone pickle a tiny they're fucking flower delicious. fetus? They're so good. I mean, there's a lot of feedi. A flower fetus. Feedi. Like that. that we eat. That would you like would any, be questionable any pickled if you flower feedi on, on tears? I would. I would love some pickled flowers. Put that on some uh, smoked salmon. I mm-hmm. am a They're, happy They had pepper. it. They had it. They had I know. That. I didn't have the smoked salmon. Still so jealous. They had locks. They did? Yes, God girl. Damn it. There was so much stuff on this bagel bar. I still don't know what all was Terrence on it. Came so in jealous. And Matt was like, what can I get? Hey, oh, buddy. yeah. Can we hey, acknowledge buddy. the fact that Terrence came in, sat with this baby yep. at the head of the bed next to Liz for probably a solid while, 40, while, 45 minutes while Matt fed him. While Matt fed him. Hey, buddy. Oh, thanks, buddy. Goodness. Do you want capers on that? Sure, buddy. Thanks, buddy. And it just kept going. I was like, I have to get up now. <laughs> you all I are so fucking the, stupid. Every time I walked in that room, I was like, why is Terrence still sitting <laughs> And then he was there. just like eating. Dude, that their- was on point. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, buddy, no problem. I'm like, one but more buddy. Defense, I dare you. He knows Matt really well, and he knows Matt needs jobs. Matt doesn't sit still very well, so he like needed projects. So. But it was very sweet. There was also this shocking moment. I'm going to – we're just all over the place – where I had like all these feelings with Terrence holding her, and I was like, Ugh, like Ugh. I wasn't expecting this. Like that's strange. What, like, like your ovaries responded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's I've always, your biological clock. I know. And I've been like, I've been all team. Like you know, like I'm so content right now. Like can't imagine. And that was like shocking. And then I hear Terrence say, "Oh, I'm actually pretty happy with our situation." And I was like, "The fuck!" Never thought I'd hear him say those words. So now we get to like rethink our future potentially and that's exciting are you taking a picture of her being on her phone the entire time yeah i'm taking a picture of how well she's talking into her microphone while scanning through her phone on the podcast <laughs> i'm actually doing Lindsay asked me to send her some of the uh-huh. pictures nicole took uh-huh that's me uh-huh not Lindsay, but i ha- i'm scrolling to get uh-huh. to Lindsay. and you are not talking in your microphone so so um, yeah your biological so clock was is, ticking my tits are doing a better job than meredith purposefully trying i mean that's that's, valid. that's true that's, okay, that's true then, moving on um so okay so back going back water birth her pushing was like a little wonky and so and she was like struggling to push so i was like hey do you want me to like check you and see that you're complete before you start to push considering like you're worried about it and and she's like yes and oh yeah another great thing about liz is she's somebody who i would like never tell clients timing on things like yeah how many more hours until i check your cervix again like i'm never gonna do that for people because it's too much pressure she has to know and if she knows then she will be she's fine good. but like she has to know the plan and so that's also really fun about her so uh, i check her in the tab and she's got a lip 
which she had with Cece. And I was able to be a boss bitch midwife. Yep. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe. So I will. I like I tried to reduce it in the tub, but it was like hard, harder. And then the baby's heart tone started changing in a way that showed that they were struggling a little bit. Like and it could it was it was head compression, but it was like earlier than what I would have wanted head compression to be, considering the fact that like there was still a lip there and that the actually, well, yeah. Was that before the lip or after the lip? Anyways, I ended up having to get out of the tub, which was super disappointing because I realized her friend, when you mix like professional friendship, it's really hard. I really wanted her to have her water birth with a very different story with pushing than with CC, but that's not what happened. And she had to push really fucking hard again. Mm-hmm. And this baby, which is always disappointing. Like not Liz probably was fine. Liz was but fine for us. It's like, damn it. I didn't want that. For I you. know. I know. It's really hard. And so we had to get out and get on the bed and do pushing like we did with CC and they did such an well also at this point her contraction spaced out to like literally nothing she just stopped contracting That's right they did space mm-hmm. out yep so we we're doing cotton root we we're doing nip stem we we're doing oxygen we we're doing like all of this stuff that you really like it, it amplifies the intensity super hardcore yeah so like it was still within our scope of practice it was still like baby was was recovering like everything was okay but it was also just like, wow, there's way more going on. It just wasn't the like butter right. birth where the baby just flies out. No, and it was everybody's not. happy. Even and if you feel like things, you know, you're like, I'm, I'm sure everything will be fine. When you hear the low heart tones, like when you hear D cells, or if you have a lip and suddenly you have to get the baby out, it like changes the vibe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. goes from like, well, hopefully just for us. Like, we hope it doesn't change the vibe for them. It definitely But you can feel it around you. Like, oh, now we're rushing. Now yeah. it's not like, take your time. And I had to use the language of like, hey, we need to get her out, you know, to like help motivate her to push. Oh, yes. Because they did she was a bit about your midwife voice. Well, because she, she didn't have any contractions. And so I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to make you push without contractions. This sucks. And I'm not even sure this works, but like, we have to try. So the thing that stands out the most to me is like Matt will acknowledge that like in the relationship he tends to be like the more like emotional one right like he tends to be the one who like expresses thing feels emotions through his face and like is really expressive and so Liz is working her ass off the baby's heart tones continue to like drop but then come back up to the point where we're like rushing to get this kid out that's called a D cell, whether you want it to be or not. I know. I'm really, I know. I'm really <laughs> struggling to name it that. Um, and so, but the whole time Liz is looking at Matt and Matt is just like, you've got this, keep going. You've got this, keep going. Like push, you're doing so good. He's such a good mandula. Abogata. He did such a good job. Like considering it's been really easy abogata. for him to like been overwhelmed and just like a little panicked and what was happening. He kept it together and just focused on her. And she said afterwards, like she didn't feel like it was super intense because he, she just kept looking at Matt and he was fine. Yes. So that was really and cool. Oh, his, when he embraced you in the hallway. <laughs> I'm sure was, you were like, eh. I was eh. like, oh, I got to feel something. I feel something on my inside. My eyes feel weird. Matt Something's and I are crying. This is so cute. So would it be the first time we've hugged and cried probably together ever? Um, So yeah, she pushed like a badass. Um, It was one of those ones where you had to like do your double four steps trick yeah. and like really get not those dub- actual spine. double forceps the i'm sorry if you could use your if your down eyes both. could watch our podcast right now you'd see <laughs> me doing a finger forceps, forceps gesture which we did talk about at the skills and drills which weekend. is crazy it's 
actually Katie just got to do recently yes. for the first time, which I'm so glad she got to do that as a student. Um, and yeah. Oh, then the glory, the best part of this birth, uh, Liz was like, the baby was coming. Right. So I knew it was working. So I was just going to keep going until we got there. But baby was like super close. But Liz was like, Hey, can I just get flip over? And I was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> so she yes, flips you can over know more than most birth workers do. Yeah, sure. So she flips over on her hands and knees and we get her in a runner's lunge and the baby falls out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just like that. Without contractions. I still don't think she was super contracting the whole time. And then yeah, she didn't I, have any problem with bleeding or anything afterwards? No, she, her placenta came. Of course, she starts contracting for her placenta almost immediately and then births it like no problem with no hemorrhage She's at all. Ugh. So I was listening. It from, was so intense. From my prenatal. Yeah. And so was the mom. Yeah. Oh. There was a mom on the couch when I got here <laughs> yes. to, to meet with the client. She was like, there was just a baby born in there. She must have been so quiet. She was. I was they probably heard me. How she's so yeah, amazing. Yelling at her more than anything. I did not hear you, but Matt was like, when we heard Meredith use her midwife voice, we knew we had, we were. Well, yeah, they had it with Cece. It was, you know, I had to do it before. So it's just, I'm so excited for them. It just reinforces how much of a badass they are as a couple Such and a how couple. amazing Liz is at birth. Um, selfishly as their friend and a midwife i'm like god i really wanted them to not have to work that hard but their kids just have like a different story yeah and it's like jackie what are the chances of another dystocia yeah what other dystocia oh that that oh that one Uh yeah damn it (laughs) yeah and then i think for me personally the best part of their birth was just like the celebratoryness of it afterwards so like i knew i wanted to hang out with them postpartum and there was like no rush for them to leave because oh, i just wanted to awesome. hang out but like because they liz and matt just love people and they love being social in their birth setting like katie and jesse and you and jess and like everybody was just like in and out in and out like i had to do visits that day but like I didn't feel like I had to cancel them because every time I went in there, there was like somebody in there hanging out. It was so much fun. I kept coming in like, I'm sorry, I'm coming in to eat your food again. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that every time I came in, you were sitting on the couch with a, something of a it bagel. Was, they had the delicious buttery cheese. It did. Oh, it was oh. so good. Was you missed so it. Good, I know? did miss it. And I am it. silently seething over here. Oh, but that's also like a really good reason to do a bagel bar. And Liz kept yeah, holding future. these like intense conversations. No, really. I want to hear exactly what you were doing in this room during skills and drills. Oh, Go. yeah. And I'm like, she's like, sorry, you don't need to talk about it if you don't want to. If that's boring to you. I'm like, can you see why we you? do you see why we get along so well? Because literally she's just like, tell me everything about your life. I'm like, OK, OK, I'm really good at that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, what? You want to hear more about me? yeah (laughs) no they're super invested and so after the birth they would just kept saying like it's so cool to see me as a midwife but they were saying even beyond that like they got to see it with cc but in this situation they said it was so cool to see the team Uh, and like how rewarding it was to like see we love you but we love you more with your team yeah they're (laughs) yeah no that's what they said they're just like it's so cool to see like because they i lived with them during premiere right so they know all of this story right and so they don't get to see you together yes yeah they get to hear me crying and all the things telling the stories <laughs> they but get to hear the more shit than giggles yeah all this shit so when we lived in um harrisonburg together i came home from a birth one night and our basement had flooded with shit so liz had pitched a tent Yuck. in the side of our yard 
oh we, my she god she had like a massive exam the next day for her like master's degree i knew i was gonna get called to another birth that night because we had like eight moms in their window so oh, her and i just no. slept on the ground in this tent oh next to our shit god. basement <laughs> when i was a baby midwife student <laughs> and then i told her about the birth and she told me about her test and that's that was our lives that's what you went through person. some interesting things in your younger life, Merida. Seriously, I mean a shit basement. Like you were like a I, non. You were not like a non-homeless homeless person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's better with friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> life is better. With shit you. basements better with friends. So so proud of them. They Love are them amazing. so much. They're amazing and well, super uh, lucky to have them. Well, on that note, I don't think we actually have time to talk sorry. about the super. Oh, no. That was sorry, not of, sorry. I will just say that was one of four births in a week. And then because they all had their baby, Jesse and I went on um, road trips. We did go on we trips. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we have to end the episode on that note. And maybe at our next recording sometime in the who knows when future. Next year. Um we will talk about the births that me Luckily, and Kimberly. Six months from now. Okay. No, we still have two months until it's six months from now. Holy crap. Me and Kimberly did together. Um, but on that note, I just want to end with, uh, especially to our good friends, Matt and Liz. I want to say you guys are awesome and the best. And I'm so glad that you chose to once again, have a baby with Linden tree. And the only other thing we have to say is cheers. 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 cheers.